Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Troy Duffy's overinflated ego. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. He left me his... He left me his... Oh, fucking gave me this! Fuck! Ass! Cue the theme song. Sort of like 7-Eleven. We're not always doing business. We're always open. My cat. I killed your cat, you druggy bitch! What's the symbology there? Symbology? Now that Duffy has relinquished his king bonehead crown, I see we have an heir to the throne. I'm sure the word you were looking for was symbolism. What is this symbolism there? I'll catch you on the flip side. We'll start the ass kissing with you. Nomine patriot feeling. Spiritus sancti. I can't believe that just fucking happened! All right. 1999. Willem Dafoe was on a bit of an upswing with his career after some Spider-Man shit, which I think was around this time. And Troy Duffy said, I'm going to make a fucking motherfucking movie. The Boondock Saints. That's right. Willem Dafoe, Sean Patrick Flannery, Norman Reedus. We got uh, David Delarocco, Billy Connolly. I don't know, not many other faces you'd actually recognize. Boondock Saints, uh, the story of, uh, well, <laughs> uh, you as you uh, figure it out as it unfolds, we have two Irish brothers, uh, Connor and Murphy, who live in the neighborhood and are friendly with everybody and are dedicated to justice, I guess, and truth. And so uh, they get caught up with some... Russian mobsters and shit starts going down and they decide that the life for them is to start executing pieces of shit that walk the earth. So with their buddy Rocco, off they go to start smoking everybody. And the boondock saints, will they, uh, will Papa Joe get his revenge? Katsuno! Or will the boondock saints prevail, the brothers and, and their daddy? Their daddy Billy Connolly. I haven't this movie, seen this movie um, in a long time. I hadn't seen this movie since it first came out. Yeah, when this movie did come out, uh, wouldn't have been twenty something. So, like, probably I was the 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 butte demographic for for this movie. Um, and when I recollected back on it, I remembered like a whole bunch of crazy cool scenes, and the brothers seemed pretty cool and badass at the time. So I was like, fuck yeah, this movie. Yeah. And this time when I watched it, I thought, interesting. Interesting. <laughs> it so was interesting. It, it was because um, from doing this podcast now, we start to dissect movies on a, on a different level. And so as this movie uh, kind of opened up, I tried to forget everything I just presumed I knew about this and, and tried to follow along as to what was happening. And this movie is actually really, really first of all confusing to start out like you don't know any of what's going on really yeah there's not really any setup i don't know who those guys are i didn't know their names for the whole movie the main characters and i didn't even know they were brothers until somebody told me they were brothers in the movie about 25 minutes in uh i also didn't (laughs) think they were very religious based on the way that they were treating the church (laughs) There's some kind of a religious thing going on in the church. And 
I think they're trying to show that they're very religious people, but they kind of were like sacrilegious. They didn't, I thought that was weird what they did in the church. It didn't <laughs> seem like they were God fearing. Well, people. they were, they were just showing that they're like the they're badasses just, of the neighborhood. We I know, do but what like, we want and we pray the way we want. Well, I thought that was that really weird, been, though. They would have been such good boys, is the impression I got. Like, such, like, good Irish boys that were fucking, like, good, devout Irish boys that, like, they would have had, like, a different job or something like that, and they go in and pray all the time, and just all those guys know them. They're fucking neighborhood guys. Neighborhood good guys, right? And they go in, they kiss the fucking feet of Jesus. No one stops them. They're able to do stuff a little bit out of order because, I mean, their life's a little bit different. They live basically in fucking squalor. They squat, right? They're squatters. They're not paying for their place. They said it was. Um, they said it was squatter, squatter. Um, yeah, there was no residences in that building. It was all fucking squatters. <clears throat> yeah. So, but what was what was going on at the beginning of the movie? Was it a funeral or a wedding or was it just a regular church ceremony? It was just a mass. It was just a service. Yeah. So if you were a Catholic and you just fucking stormed in on mass and just fucking walked around the ministers and just started kissing statues. That seems incredibly <laughs> offensive as a person who would believe in that religion. I actually okay, thought that scenario, made them seem it's like, like their dicks. first visit there, whereas these guys like are f- fucking ingrained in this neighborhood, right? Yeah, they, they um, just no one, no one in the church would think anything of that, right? Well, somebody did think something it. of and it, one, and there was well, a shot that, of a guy who's like that was a visiting priest, visiting, right? Yeah, I thought that was a visiting priest. And then yeah. the main, the main priest at that parish, the old guy who was doing his justice. Or indifference are good people. All the, all his speech, right? Um, well, here's something interesting. They actually say, I, I think the Monsignor's getting it, right? Um, I, so it just made me think about like these two guys who you don't know much about except for Not the mass, the mass thing. Um, like at this point, they haven't started their killing spree of pieces of shit, right? So what are no. they saying that the Monsignor is getting? Is that just a, a code they live their lives by? Their lives before this are a mystery to me because before they became these hitmen with this purpose, what the fuck? They obviously learned to speak a lot of languages. And when the cop asked them, when Smecker asked them in one of their interrogations, like, what are you guys doing working at a freaking meatpacking plant? They're like, they don't answer. They're just like, well, well it gets interrupted. So they don't get yeah. the answer because it gets, they get cut off when they're about to divulge the information maybe, right? So I might have been a little bit interested to know like what they did before this calling from God grabs them. Cause that, well, you yeah, can well, tell that it's already part of their code. Like if you look at their finger tattoos, it's like truth and justice, right? Yeah, think of who exactly. Think of who their father is, right? They would have been but they don't raised know him. with these, but they know him. Um, they knew him. They didn't know that that was him when he came in. He I knows them when he sees them him. saying the prayer. No, it was yeah, a family it, prayer that gave it away what they were doing. Then he's like, my boys. And he comes out and gives them a hug. He yeah. knows them yeah, as I people. Know. He just didn't know it was them when they were all shooting at each other. Because it's, who's getting a fucking close up on each other's face in that moment? But I don't, yeah. So they would have been raised with these principles, right? And like, I hate that I'm put in the place to fucking defend this movie. But it's just, I know that you fucking <laughs> just waiting to rip into it. And it's making you uh, hate some things that just aren't worthy of hate they're like i felt like the movie warms up pretty easily it gives me an excellent idea of who they are what they do um the neighborhood right and then we get into the action i don't need to really fucking know that they're brothers right now anyways because they're close they're thick as thieves maybe they're husbands maybe they're brothers maybe they're just best friends it doesn't really matter they're into some shit right away right 
I would say the opposite. I knew nothing about them at all. I didn't even know their names and didn't give a fuck about them like from the start because I didn't know anything about them. There's nothing How for me to know about them other than that they went into a church and kissed a fucking statue. That's all I knew. And you see, the you, job, I thought you, you see them interact with people. You see them getting together to be, and being like lighthearted yeah, and, and fun. And, you see, and you see, those, you see that they have each other's stuff, back because that chick punches his brother and he fucking hits her. Like, and, and like you just see they're playing pranks. Everyone knows them and likes them. And then they get into something. They have each other's like, how did you not learn anything from this? But I none of like those things make any sense. Not learn anything. But none of those things make any sense. None of those things you're saying make any sense. Why don't they make any sense? Uh, because because there's nothing there to tell me why anybody likes them. Why they're these good old boys. You're just saying that because there that's what too. he's they're showing like you. They're playing fun pranks but, on each other, and they're obviously like good-natured with everyone around them. Everything so, about that beginning shows the you that they're. You don't. Well, what I, do you want? No, you want to know everything about them? You want to know what their birthday is? I want to. I want. <laughs> I want to. I want to set up. I want to know their fucking names. This is I don't even know their fucking setup. names. Okay, I don't even well, know their names. Gives? That's fine. I still, I still do not know their names. I have no idea. Norman Reedus and Sean Patrick Flaherty. <laughs> no, but what are their names in the movie? <laughs> Fuck if I know. Veritas yeah, and Aquitas. See, no that's one, what I mean. That's a that's fucking perfect I mean. example. Uh, okay, uh, but I the honestly, name thing is the one thing that you can point at, honestly. No, it's because they don't set up. They, their characters are not set up. Not even their fucking names are set up. Nothing is set up. It's no, just like not we start their names are set up. A lot of Hold, other things are established. So look, some th- as Brent says, some things about them are established. He, they were all good points that, that they do, like they have each other's back, I guess to the point where they're okay with like knocking Hitting out. a woman. Um, yeah, which, you know, it, she kicked Buddy in the balls like that was uncalled for. And so things happen. So we know um, they like to, to fucking f- f- defend each other by punching women in the face. I guess we know that. Which we, know, we know that they'll go to an extent. <laughs> They'll go to an extreme for each other. They are, they're fucking locked in is what you get the idea about. Yeah. You get the bond. I don't know. But like, like just knowing those few things and then when they start getting thrown into the mix, I, I never really uh, learn a satisfactory amount about them in, in general, except for what you see uh, in the movie. And, and maybe like, I don't know what you guys want for the first 10 minutes of a movie. I feel like this movie gives us I'm more saying about overall, this character I'm than yeah, a lot I'm of saying movies do in yeah, that short amount of time. No, 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 no. The I'm whole saying movie, overall. The whole fucking I'm saying movie. overall. Yeah, I agree. I don't, I don't, I don't ever end up know, getting to know them and liking them enough to root for them and their weird mission. If they'd like gone into their everybody. past, you would have said, I don't give a fuck about their past. Like, it's it's hard figuring out what the difference is between this instance and the instances where you're like, you're giving me too much information. All I need to know is these guys, blah, 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 move forward. What do we need that other shit for? Well, no, I but that's, Bill, that's called a happy medium. Bill, Bill Murray's Bill Murray in, in uh, Groundhog Day. I know a, a ton about him the first 15 minutes of the movie. I don't know his past. I don't see flashbacks. Yeah, I don't there know are like, examples where you do, alive. but I'm saying what is yeah. the difference here? What more did you want to know? Uh, the, the writing is bad because he what more just do you doesn't. Know? I want it. Well, their names, first of all, I'd okay, like we've at established the end of a movie, if I don't know the characters, <laughs> you don't names, really need to know their names. You know, the one that looks like Norman Reedus and then the one that looks like Sean Fowler. And then Flair. so, yeah, I know. But what so, else do you okay, want to know beside their names is what I'm saying. I, what, I what want attributes to, about them. I, I need to I need to like them for some reason. There's something that has to occur in the like first them? 10 or 15 very minutes of the movie. Right away. Immediately. I, I found them not. I found I found them not very good 
act at, at at acting, which is all they really had to do. So I found I found all the acting bad. I you know who's the worst actor in this fucking movie is William Defoe. He is fucking whoever made his choices. Who if he he never made those choices. William Defoe would never make the choices that he was listening to the director. And the director told him what to do in this movie, and all of those instincts were awful. The, See, this, I have to disagree this with you is, again. I feel like, I oh feel my like God. William Defoe did excellent with the material that he was given. I was embarrassed for him. I felt really <laughs> sad for him. I felt really we- bad about the things where he was walking around with his hands like a conductor doing things and with his earbuds in with the music and stuff. And when he was doing the other things with the violence and stuff, and he was like talking about what they were doing and stuff, I thought that was all really embarrassing. How do you feel for about him. that stuff in the professional with um, what's his name? I I actually watched a professional Oldman. recently. I, I actually watched. How do you feel about the Gary Oldman and same and thing? And I was I was it was bad writing. It was really bad writing for yeah right, in I the professional. Curious. I just wanted a comparison. Yeah. 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 No. One hundred percent. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, I used to love The Professional. This movie I didn't like, but you're 100% right. The stuff in The Professional is the same. Obviously, the directing's a little bit better, and there is a bigger budget, but it still doesn't yeah. work. It doesn't make any sense. The Gary Oldman character I used to think was awesome in that movie, and now I think he doesn't make any sense. Like, the characters, it's the writing, man. It's, it's the writing. It's just the writing. The reason this guy only wrote Boondock Saints and Boondock Saints 2 is is because he's not a good writer and he's not a good director. I and I also heard he was a real pain in the ass to work with and that obviously he could have probably gotten a little further. But the writing in this is incredibly bad. And it's... That it's, I believe it's, is the biggest thing about what killed him was his um, ego. His, his, his behavior, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pe- people but, just couldn't do it. But the, the, the way this movie is structured um, is really bad. The way that they structure the... like. Like they try and hide things from us, and then like sh- like how those guys died and stuff, and then we find out that they got like a toilet dropped on them and stuff. But it's like they're hiding it, but like for no reason. It's think, just like I, it doesn't. I don't think it, they're what, hiding what, it. I just think it's the way that that scene plays out. Like it's yeah. You get to the action, and then instead of showing the action, you show the analysis of the action. Well, no, they right? show. They do a, it in. They do it through the whole movie, though. They show yeah, they show the, the results of, of something that happened, and then they show you how it happened. But so well, you, so it's a bad structure that way. Yeah, I'm just saying it's uh, a choice. I, I don't necessarily think that I hate that idea. I think doing it every time, I did think about what we were watching. I was like, maybe it's excessive yeah, every time. That's where it, it was way excessive to do it every single time because by I the do fourth like the and idea. fifth time it happens. Yeah. And, and, but like, it would just, work. It, it would be, be real stand out. Yeah, it would be a real standout thing. Um, but yeah, that's the other thing. As, as I think Colin's going to get to it, to refine the point. Like there was never, the movie didn't move along. Like it wasn't out of order to like tell us part of the story and then move along to another part of the story and then give us a reveal or something exciting that would like kind of justify breaking the bits up. It just it just plays it out of order. Um, I honestly, I thinking back, if you edited it and watched it, uh, like watch the act. I don't know. Like I, I, I'm not going to say which one uh, was and wasn't the best when, when they actually did that five or six times throughout the movie. But um, I like if they had done it once, it would have been like a fun little stylistic choice, but then to keep leaning on that, on that mechanism to tell the story, it didn't make the story any more interesting. No, and For me, yeah, it is it's, different. Like in the beginning they do it 
It's just the investigation. Those guys yeah. are in the bar. They're dead in the street. It's the investigation. And then through his analysis of the crime scene, you get to see the action unfold. Later yeah. on, as they're in the room, it's intercutting with those... With um, It seems like it's staggered a little bit more anyways. Like and and then the... And and the William Defoe gay stuff is also really offensive now. Like instead of him just being a gay character, he had to he had to hit all these gay cliches with his voices and the way he talked and the words he used and the things he said to guys. Uh, you could have just had the scene where he was in bed with another guy, and then he played it straight. But instead, he played it gay. And and watching it now, it's that's also really embarrassing. Like it's, I didn't find that it's, he played it overtly gay. You didn't? No, I mean he's his hand gestures, man, but his hand gestures, the things he, the way he would change his voice to throw in like a gay speak thing for he, one line out of the did, blue. He did that stuff to to make fun of the cops. I know, but all clearly he also homophobes, like the guy that says the fag man and all that shit. Mm. Yeah. He Anyways, did it, though, and I'm not even trying to fucking defend all this shit now. It's just like <laughs> your hate is a little too entire. Like, I don't think this movie was homophobic. To Let's tell you the let, truth. Let, I'm not saying it was homophobic. I'm talking about his performance. I'm saying his performance all the way through is bad, and that's more bad of his performance. Once again, not his choice, guaranteed, because I've seen William Defoe in lots of movies, and he would have never made these choices. This was Troy, oh, Def- the Def- director, saying top tier. Oh. I want you to do this. I want you to do that. And uh, William Defoe listened to him and did it. And uh, it was not. I just didn't find it good for my taste. Oh, what I what I noticed what I noticed about Defoe's character this time watching it through <clears throat> is that he kind of like out of nowhere decides to like want to work with the guys. He seems to be hardcore pursuing the bringing the murderers to justice throughout these crimes, which eventually he finds out is the guys. And that just at that moment, like, so that happening, plus the fact, like, how he how he acts at times, I have a tough time understanding his character because he does seem to be a gay man, but then he's very defensive of his homosexuality and calls other gay men, like, nasty names, and he drinks a lot. So it's hard. I had a hard time getting his character. Is he, is he um, what do you call it? Like, a, does he got, like, so much self-hate as a gay man going on? Because like it just makes a big hate. What makes you think that he hates it? Because he called the guy that was in bed with him. He called him a fag, didn't he? Like, and in a negative way, he used it in like a derogatory, hurtful way to that guy. And that's weird for a gay man to do is to call him another gay man, a gay guy with no issues otherwise. All right, that's why and, but didn't in the bar, he he calls the bartender and and a fairy too, and in a like, I think he says, "Yeah, fucking fairy game, just pour the fucking drink." <laughs> Whatever he says there, just those two things together that um, th- that sent my mind reeling towards like does he it, does he like is he so comfortable he's just slinging that language around no problem to like show what a dick he is or or um, is I think he those things are like a it's our word so we can use it however we want to okay that's interesting okay I didn't I didn't I don't know maybe it's because I'd it. be I sensitive around it yeah and I mean <clears throat> fair those words should clearly never be used right. And like that wasn't yeah. it though. It was his, his, I found venom in his performance when he would use it. So it was just like, why is That's, he saying it in such a venomous way? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it I seemed don't. it seemed 
like it wasn't in a it definitely wasn't in a playful way but it, it did seem to yeah colin used a good term there it seemed like it had some venom to it a little bit more than in the hotel room with the little asian guy yeah with the little twink when he smacks him off yeah, yeah that was for weird sure. yeah it's and maybe the bartender cutting. too right but that but the bartender one you can write off to just being drunk he but his thing, I think, the, I think that statement that he makes to that guy isn't about being gay. It's about being a certain type of gay that like still obviously okay. shouldn't be, you know, derogatorily. Everyone gasped, to, but um, everyone around them gasped. Right. It was like, <gasps> and he's like, I just don't think you. any, I just, I guess I don't think it's, and once again, it's the writing mostly that the, any of the characters seem to, to consistently make a lot of sense and then they were constantly once again because of the way he wanted to tell the story trying to reveal things in a certain way that he thought was going to make enhance the movie but it really slows the movie down the way he the way he's doing it and then also the love of what like john said like i felt the love of of william defoe and their characters and maybe i'm wrong and you guys didn't sense this just seemed to was seemed like it came out of nowhere and was a big left turn. But John yeah. seems to think it was throughout the movie that he was for the vigilantes. I I kind of got a sense that that kind of came out of nowhere for me. No, I didn't say that. No, no. Oh, yeah, did I you say saying, it came out of nowhere too? Because it came yeah, out of nowhere for me. I was saying me. that's one of the reasons why I was, you know, had some trouble with Willem Dafoe's character. One was for the potential uh, a gay person hate or, or not, whatever. <laughs> Maybe no, just the I meant that him. What, but, what, but also what's that the he... What's urgency for you guys? Is he, it when he... Sorry. There's just, I'm, there's nothing along the way of the movie for the first, like, more than half. Willem Dafoe seems dedicated to catching the criminals. And then all of a sudden he's like, I got I a like finger. Them. I'm just going to take the finger home. And I don't, I don't really know why he did that. He should have been like, a finger, run the prince, and we'll fucking, we'll find David Delarocco and then do it. But instead, he starts going vigilante there, which, okay, maybe he like doesn't trust the cops or or anything about them. And then he goes into the see the priest, and he's like, I think what these men do is right. And I'm like, is he just like super hammered? Like, would he walk out of there saying, you know, uh, he, he, fe- I felt it. And then he'd leave and wake up sober. He'd be like, whoa, I can't fucking help these criminals. <laughs> They're murderers. So I can't do that now. But he goes through with it. So um, that was like pretty abrupt. I wish I wish there had been like they fear him. All the cops like fear him. And then the ones who like joke behind his back, as you say, he was very flamboyant in front of them on purpose. That stuff is all fine. The way he I mean, the way he keeps letting that douchebag get him coffee and shit's a little bit weird. Um, but I thought that but, was weird you know too. They have they they have their 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 rituals. They have their rituals. They so just that's go to fine. that well too much. It's just like every scene where there's a crime scene and there's like five, that guy says something and he makes him get him a donut or a coffee and he makes him get everybody donuts or coffee. So it's just like, it's, it's a, a joke. joke. It's a running joke that's like, wasn't funny the first time, but I have to see it four more fucking times. So it's just like a lot of the stuff in this movie was like that. And, uh, like the where they have to reveal the crime scene first and then they reveal how it was done and also the guys the 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 brothers i'll just call them the brothers those guys um seem kind of shocked by their abilities of killing people they seem kind of amazed so are they trying to say that it's god's hand that's giving them these or is it because they're related to their father and they like magically inherited the ability to be able to shoot and be violent well yeah but they're but like i think they're trying to say it's a hereditary thing by him being their father at the end because he's like badass and they're no, like oh, that's, I guess why, we're they're, badass that's too. why they're chosen 
That's not where they're gun. They're not just magic. No one is genetically a good shooter. Oh, that's no what I like, think. Yeah. So I, I thought the movie was trying to say that. So I thought that was ridiculous. Yeah, that is ridiculous. It's ridiculous for you yeah. to think that. I don't think so. I think it's ridiculous for him <laughs> to think, write a script think, that makes me I think, think that. that's a new thought. You should write that I don't down. Th- I, I feel like it was clearly so. divinity. They were woken up by the voice of God and with the drops on them. So you think it's it just was, a coincidence that they're excellent hitmen and this fucking writer's like, and their father? He's an excellent hitman too. No, that's fucking a stupid it's writer. The family. I, don't the put family that shit on me. That's a chosen thing. That's family are good hitmen. Yeah, it's, that's It's like that's God him. chose their father and then they fucking after him. Like, that's that stuff untried. to me isn't a problem that God would like. I never, I never saw. I don't even. That's know like if there I couldn't remember. be anything less, like more fucking, uh, his, like religion, e, than like the the fathers and the sons and the the sons of those sons and the sons of those sons. God chose them all and said, like, you fucking pull out your Glocks, fuckers, kill all the. But I don't know guys. if I ever got. I also never. I got that they thought that they were chosen by God, but I kind of got more of a. A, a blues brothers like they thought they were chose by god but god They're wasn't like actually really... woken up in the middle of the night with like holy water dripping from the ceiling to the voice of god they're well, like it's, propelled it's, from well bed. let's we don't we can't assume it's holy water but it was okay. water for sure and it wasn't the voice of god it was the voice of the priest from the sermon they both attended so they could yeah. have just been having a weird mutual yeah. dream from their I, I believe, never, that, I I believe that that stuff was like God doing it. If you guys don't, then that's, that's fine. What, but that's the purpose the of the that, movie like the is thunder. to provide that sense, right? Yes, the, the thunder and the lightning and all that shit, and then they 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 wake up. I I get it. I just it's the yeah. same thing as to why it, they can shoot everybody else in a room spinning upside down from ropes with one shot, but they can't shoot their father and he can't shoot them in this big shootout. Yeah, which also didn't make any sense to me. Like there was no indication that God was stopping them from shooting each other. That just didn't make any sense. He was supposed I mean, to be just, amazing, and they were supposed to be amazing, and they couldn't. They couldn't. Am I the shoot only person that was just assuming this stuff? If you tell me that God is like fucking <laughs> anointed these guys as his soldiers, that he would like provide them with the ring of God fire that fucking Sam got in Pulp Fiction. But I like, never. Am I the I only one got, that would see some of these things as like powers of divinity or powers through like God? But, instead but of just I assuming got, that they're drunk Irish guys that woke up with fucking leaky toilet above them one night. I got like, the sense we should fucking kill all the bad guys. I got That's the, the sense, best Irish I, I got. I, I got the sense that that they thought they were under the impression that that God was doing mm, this, fuck. but it was actually just them doing it, and that because I never. Unlike in Pulp Fiction, I never saw a miracle take place that would allow me to believe that God was actually controlling them or giving them any powers. At least no, I never but Pulp did. Fiction isn't that. That's just what Samuel calls it. I'm not relating the two as I know, as but like I'm just saying God intervention. No, but I'm just saying like there's nothing in the movie that convinced me that God was actually at play here. I I honestly just thought there are two idiots who like started killing mafioso because they thought God wanted them to. And that their father used to be a hitman too, but I never got this divinity thing that was real. Um, you know what I mean? I I didn't anyway. I don't know if John did. That's why I thought that was the. Purpose did you of think? The movie. Did you think that there was God? God was really divine. Give them some divine powers to do what That's, they were doing. I mean, I I, I have a hard time um, believing that. I mean. Yes, I think that's what they set everything up to do. Like, that's there's no other explanation for it. 
I just the movie in all its little pieces just doesn't put that together for me. It doesn't it, it doesn't execute on that premise as well as as I I don't know like what else what else are you gonna do what else are you gonna do I just the things that happen in this movie could have been interesting but the way that they were told to me like really concerned me as things were going on it made this movie grind out way more um and and like the more i think about the characters for me that's where another kind of issue in the movie is so like i already talked about willem dafoe's character taking that big left turn which is was out of place to me and some of his other weird shit um rocco Maybe like when I, this movie first came out and I was younger, I liked Rocco because he's like that cool uncle, that cool 40, 45 year old uncle who like drinks and smokes a lot. And he's like, yeah, it's me, man. It's me. I'm your guy. But then when you're like over 40 yourself, you're like, that guy's just fucking weird. That's a weird man. I just man. also thought the performances um, were not. I never <laughs> found the performances were. Um, the Rocco guy's performance, other than the one line that he says to his girlfriend, which made me laugh out loud, that was the only real humor that was in the movie that worked for me was that line about, I can't go to the store or whatever without running to nine guys you, whose dicks you sucked. I don't know even though what the line was anymore. <laughs> what was it, Brent? I can't go to the store without running to ten guys you fucked, I think. Yeah, I laughed out loud at that, but he was also sticking a gun in a defenseless woman's face when he was saying it. That, that's the other thing in this movie is the violence is like, is the thing that Tarantino walks around that other people don't, and this guy definitely does not walk around, is he glorifies the violence in a way that is is, in my mind, not the way that you should glorify violence with the way he wrote and directed it. He make, okay. He's trying to make violence be cool and that, that violence is awesome and shooting people is awesome. Tarantino doesn't do that. <laughs> this guy's biggest influence was Tarantino. and uh, Just because and it's he, violent, probably. He got it wrong. Yeah, he said his biggest... In, but like he did, doesn't understand what Tarantino's actually doing. He thinks Tarantino's doing what he's doing and he's not doing the same thing. See, this so is I, my... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, this is like the thing. So you guys were so hating all these other things that aren't the real big problems. The real big problems are the stuff with, like you're saying, this violence and who these people are, right? They're anointed by God, and then they bring into their troop Rocco, who, like John said, is the fun drunk uncle, and he's fun to have on on screen a little bit, right? He's not well acted. He's not like particularly... A good character right but he's also not a fucking good person and not he's the type horrible. of guy that god would want on his fucking side killing people especially when you look at how he, he lets does him it die well why god would let him die absolutely yeah. right yeah but the yeah. fact is is that if you can go back before that to the very beginning of the movie where things become questionable for fucking uh connor or murphy is their names i looked it up i'll admit it um <laughs> the thing that goes wrong is and that I they're in the bar at the beginning yeah. yeah so they're in the bar at the beginning because everything up until then you could be like these are good christian boys or catholic boys or whatever sure. right sure they get into that bar they're drinking heavy which you would say probably not what god wants right not your yep. god assassin type right yeah yeah and um and then those russian guys come in and 
they don't only beat them up. They tie that guy to a bar and, torture and then him. torture him. Yeah. They burn his ass. Yep. And the other guy, I can only assume they burn his head or whatever the fuck happened. Or they smash some over his head in the beginning, I yep. guess. Either yep. way, that guy that gets lit on fire, that is straight torture. <laughs> that shit's not... Like, God doesn't pick guys that just light people on fire for fun. This yeah. stuff, to me, was the biggest problem. Was because I was like... There's like... like the save the cat. Like, these guys... I think that Troy Duffy thinks saving the cat is just making them seem like good old boys. Cause in the beginning they just, he makes them look fun and that seems to be a recipe enough to allow them to also be, uh, vicious. Yeah. Unnecessarily. Yeah. Right. See, yeah. So you're, you're getting into the nitty gritty details now of why, um, I, I was saying before they're not pulling off the anointed by God thing well enough for me to buy into it. For those reasons, like then, if that was your point, I agree. For that, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's what I didn't say, but you just helped me to. Um, um, I think that it, is a huge is, component of it. Yeah, like, I think that is so a big component of it. They're at Rocco's place, like getting like crazy drunk after the whole. Like Rocco was ready to go do murder, just like the they boys were, him. but. But no, for his don't. yeah, I know. Then the way they fuck with him is not nice either. That's really mean. It's funny, I guess, but. Yeah, that, that 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 yeah, that would be mean. Anyway, um, they go back to Rocco's place and start partying, and like, man, they are just so fast and loose with their guns. Norman Reedus actually like pull, pulls the trigger on an empty pistol, thankfully, at Rocco, while he's like, "Yeah, guy murdered someone down the street every fucking week." Snap, and it's like, "Oh my god, no, don't do that!" And then they're both like handling, just randomly handling guns, and then the table smash and the cat kill is fucking awful. They're like, that really like brings everybody down a couple of notches in my book. Like it's not cool. Yeah. Man. It's once again, it's just like, it's the consistency of what he, oh. the story is trying to tell. <laughs> this is like a first draft of a script that, that someone should have read and said, these things do aren't consistent with the story you're trying to tell. Like yeah. these guys are supposed to be like servants of God. And this Rocco guy is like a gigantic piece of shit. He, like se- he, grabs, he sexually shit. assaults that lady that yeah. works at the dance at He the totally dance sexually assaults her. Yeah. And, and then he when fucking they, like sticks a gun in two women's murder. faces. He yeah. was going to yeah. do murder yeah. that night that they found him. Yeah. Totally. Oh, 100%. And he, so, the like, guys he did murder in the cafe too, while they're like pleased about being connected, likely based on that alone did not deserve to both get murdered there. Yeah. Nor did the shopkeeper. So Rocco's yeah. a real, real huge, huge piece of shit. He can't be in the group. He can't be in the gang. Those other guys no, should be can't. in the gang, but Rocco should definitely not be in the gang. Yeah. No, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about him murdering those guys. Once again, those guys were unarmed and they're sitting in a booth and the guy behind the counter who owns the shop was unarmed too. He just starts shooting unarmed defenseless but guys, people. But the well, music like and said, the slow motion was awesome. Either. Yeah, the music and then in the slow motion. It was so cool when and, he blew and, those unarmed men away. And then that's the other thing too is the <laughs> slow motion and the music for the violence is once again is cheesy and over the top. Once he's trying to do Tarantino, but he's not good enough, skilled enough, or experienced enough. Yeah. yeah, I know his. Band oh, that's all. The music's also terrible. Yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> But that's also like, and when he introduces uh, the character of William Defoe, who I also don't know his name either, 
um, when he comes out of his car, Fucker. that rock music that plays and how he like comes out and stuff and how the, he introduces people with the, the, the words on the screen and like tells me like they're a mid-level boss and stuff. All that stuff yeah. was terrible. Why didn't he do he that with do the main characters? Yeah, hey, he should have do done it for everybody. the main characters. He should have done it for yeah. the main characters so I don't know who the fuck yeah. they were. Yeah. But he does it for everybody also, else The one instead. time it's just superimposed and the other time it types out. So like, oh, why the fuck is that changing also? <laughs> the first yeah. time it happens, the first time it happens is for Rocco, I think. And it's in the middle of the credits, which are in the same font. And yes. I, I don't read credits. So it like comes up and it goes away. I'm like, what did that say? And then I have no idea who Rocco is. And you would have a very tough time after that figuring out what the fuck he is all about from a professional standpoint. Um, unless that was like weird really that it was attention. during the credits and it was in the same font and color. That was yeah. that was also super Weird. bad. I can't even they can't even do credits right. But yeah, and the they then this information he would give us about certain characters would be either characters who die immediately or we would get from the dialogue that they were a boss. There's one guy behind a desk and it and it put up what he was and then like he's and then these two guys were cowering on the other side of the desk and he was talking about mafia shit. It's like why did I need that nameplate like i know what's going on and who who everybody is in this scene and is it ron jeremy fucking ron jeremy got a nameplate the main character's yeah. getting a nameplate and fucking ron jeremy got one what the fuck's yeah. with that because he was the underboss but that didn't end up really mattering at all anyway yeah didn't he get killed too he gets killed too yeah he gets killed in yeah. the dancing booth like his, right. his like he, he has like three lines in the movie and then they blow him away and they gave him a name he's plate. just trying to fucking come in the middle of the day too like but think about yeah. that he has like a predictable come spot every day that's a weird thing for people to know about you like hey three o'clock every day uh this guy jerks off in this booth like what is <laughs> that's the kind of thing you'd keep to yourself yeah, and then so Papa Joe is like, okay, a few of my boys, including this guy, has been killed. Excuse me, I didn't even really see him like put forth efforts to start taking out Rocco and his crew, so he immediately goes for Il Duce, who's been rotting in a cell for 30 fucking years and comes out in the most impractical fucking pushcart arrangement that I've ever seen. Like Billy Connolly, I bet, almost fell off that thing 50 times. There's no way they could do any stop and go standing... With no support, just a chain to hang onto to keep your balance. Um, and you don't get to meet him until like p- well past the halfway point. So that was kind of a kind of a mistake. And also, if they're not looking for their father and trying to find out who their father is, and all of a sudden some character that we we only saw a couple times is all of a sudden like, I'm your father. It's just like, well, okay, but like we didn't <laughs> fucking know that. We, like, why are you? That just it comes out of fucking nowhere again. It's just like, this wasn't a search for their father. And so because he was their father, now it's supposed to mean something to me that they're all just like these weird... It's just fucking weird. It's just weird writing. <laughs> Smecker's I just, their cousin, twice removed. Yeah, like, it's just... It's very... <laughs> I found it all very... I, I was really surprised how popular this was that it got a sequel watching it. I'm sure the because sequel... Because it was the if, 90s, bro. Yeah, the sequel must be worse than this too, which you can only imagine. I can't even imagine. The sequel is pretty good abhorrent. imagination. The I have sequel a pretty good is imagination, a, but is a is an insult to eyes. And yeah, eyesight. I don't. I might have tried to start watching it once, but I cannot remember a thing, and I don't. I don't think I'd ever revisit that again. 
It's just one of those things that never should have been done. Like maybe a guilty pleasure at best this movie um, for like some of the guns gunplay, if that's your kind of thing. But if you try and put any kind of moral lens on it, like it's not, you don't even get much of bad people being bad. There's only like a couple of bad guys who actually get to kill anyone. And then the rest is all our main characters who kill like, I don't know, 20 or 30 people overall in this movie. Once again, another excellent point. Technically, the only thing I thought was good with the violence was maybe the squibs and stuff like that. But the way people shoot with the double guns and and the slow motion and stuff, like the squibs and stuff's all good. But all the rest of that, like them spinning around upside down, falling through the fucking roof and all that was... I thought that was all just kind of bad again and not... I, I didn't find it exciting or cool or... Which yeah, is what he's going for. But the action in this is never played at the moment. It's always played after when you've already seen the results. So there's no excitement to the action. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's another good already, point. That's a great point. You already know what the finale of the action is. So like yep. the thing that we like is seeing our hero get into a scruff and then we yeah. don't know what's going to happen. And if it's Mel yes. Gibson, he's probably barely getting out, right? So yeah. these are things that are missing from this movie because you always know that they got away and that they were successful. Not only that, great point. but like in spectacular fashion. That's, yeah, that's I, like one of the best points about the why the structure is so bad. There is never a point in this movie where I'm worried about the main characters because I always know they've succeeded before they fucking made the attempt. It's great point. And like John said, which I think is like is like one of the most important points made so far, is that you don't know anybody. There's no the only bad guy that is established is the boss, and there's nothing about him established other than that he is the boss. And the underboss doesn't like Rocco, and the boss doesn't really know who he is. That is it. Yeah. There's other no other bad guy in this movie that you can even point to and be like, oh, that fucker earlier in the movie ran over a kid and fucking or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. There's just no there's nothing built to this world. It's just these guys are these guys and this is what they do. And they're going to kill these guys because this is what they do. It's very uh, it's like the recipe for a movie, but not having any movie um, in the wrong order yeah because <laughs> if you look at like what's that movie called with uh with uh keanu reeves the what they have three of them john now wick. where he kills them yeah so they at least in the first john wick because i don't remember the setups in the second two but they set it up that the the good guy was wronged in a fucking horrible way by certain people and then they go out and fucking like wrong those people who fucked them over Yep. Right. In the first movie, they not only tried to break in his house and kill him, but they killed his dog. So he's like, fuck you guys. These guys just walk into a church and then they start going around killing fucking people. Like it doesn't, it, there's like no, there's no, nothing, there's no inciting incident of it to set it for it for us to root for them. They they are the inciting incident when they torture the Russians. Yeah. I guess. They cause it all to happen. So like, even if it had, because they, they, they call them pussies and it was just a bar fight when they're being, for yeah. no reason, taken outside to be executed. Like, they wouldn't just have put a bullet in their head up in their fucking squatter bedroom, right? Well, no, yeah, we have why? to take him down to the street level and you'll know exactly where we're going and be up there with the toilet. Because you know, it, like, that, none of that made sense either. Yeah, it why didn't make any sense. Why would they take a chance to be just... seen? Why would they go to a public place when they're in a private place to kill <laughs> yes. someone? And why would they, yeah, and why would they take the fucking time if they really just wanted to kill somebody to take time out to, to go somewhere else? Like, when it could, yeah. something could go wrong. 
Yeah. Why leave yeah. one upstairs and take one? Yeah. Why not <laughs> just take them both? Yeah. It's once again, it's bad writing. His writing is for convenience. Everything happens for the convenience of what he wants it to happen with no rhyme or reason, with no motivation. And with when and once again, as much as we don't know the bad guys, we because we don't, and you guys are right, we don't know the good guys either. We don't fucking know anybody. It's just a bunch of fucking people killing each other or trying to kill each other. <laughs> and it that's is it. Really that's just the a fucking movie. movie about pe- but that's the thing is that it's it's a movie about people killing people. So like you compared this to John Wick, or at least like components of it. The thing that's excellent about John Wick is is that he is in a situation where he's going to kill these guys. Then he goes. And then you have a very exciting, excellently choreographed action scene where he battles them. And you yeah, just don't get that I, with these I guys. I like the first ever, John Wick. So it doesn't Wick. fucking matter. And I was well, John Wick's for John good Wick. for what it is. John Wick is like, you're not going to go into there if you're looking for a romance or any kind of like real character development. But, John but Wick I'm, doesn't tend to ambush unarmed people, which these guys do a couple of times when they break yeah. into that guy's poker room. I mean, those guys are, I guess they're strapped. But before anything, like they they stand there for a sec, everyone's frozen. Then they like kill seventy percent of them in the first seconds, like before anything can happen. So I'm I'm yeah. behind John Wick too because he was wronged and and he is still in danger because the people who wronged him aren't going to stop trying to kill him. So they yeah. tried to kill him. They they fucked his house and they killed his dog and they're going to still try and kill him. So John well, Wick has they no weren't choice. Going to those guys would have would have let it go. Well, you know John what I'm Wick saying. John Wick in the first one does he because they very clearly say like, "Let's not get out of line. This doesn't have to be a thing. This was just this kid being fucking stupid." Yeah. And John's like, "No, you killed the fucking dog that my like dying." Yeah, I know, yeah. but there's a reason for John to be activated. No, so, totally, totally, you're right. It's just he. And uh, I'm rooting, and I'm rooting for him to win the day. I'm not rooting yeah. for anybody in this movie. The bad guys are the good guys. I don't care no. who dies, who lives, why they're, no. ki- and I don't know the why only- they're killing each other. The only bad guy who gets a setup is the weird guy that in the poker who has the poker room, who's luckily yeah, taken the guy dump with the, the weird red glasses. Yeah, they're like the worst day of my life uh, with Rocco, and they have that whole flashback story. So I mean, like at least we did know that that guy was willing to kill a whole family and do that. But I mean, he didn't by comparison seem any worse than the guys. They were like killing those bad guys. And then like there was always those slow motion scenes with the pennies where like some of the guys were still alive and begging for their lives. And they're like, shh, right? Like it's cold. It's cold. It's not passionate. I don't know. Like I'm sure I'm told that those men are bad because that's why Rocco okayed them to be killed. Um, But I don't know that they're bad. I'm taking everybody's word for it. Like what if Jimmy's cousin was visiting that weekend and they were showing him a good time? And they're like, oh, man, you want to wear the gun? You fucking seem like a badass. Yeah, it's this nickel-plated 1911. Who's that? <laughs> Jimmy. They do, the perfect, they do a perfect job of what we're talking about in a movie like uh, Kick-Ass, where they show those guys killing all those mafia guys inside that weird machine, that pressurized machine they put them inside of in that, yep. in that warehouse and stuff. And, like, and like they, there's drugs and guns around, and they're fucking assholes. And then yeah. the superheroes come and kill them. They, there's none of that in this movie. There's no development with the bad guys whatsoever. No. Yeah. To, to understand. And then he just puts like little words on the screen and he thinks that's a fuck enough to call him an underboss or a main boss. or So it's it's like a bad video game. It's just like, you got to fight this boss now. You don't know anything about. He's just like, what? He's a boss? Oh, okay. I guess I'll kill him. But does it fucking mean anything? Yeah. 
it's, no, it's um Troy Duffy was meant more to write and direct Limp Bizkit videos than fucking uh, features. Yeah. Because it's just like, I mean, and the thing is that if I'm being honest, if I say this is a guy that never worked in the fucking industry or directed anything before, pretty fucking good job for your first time, I would say. Um, yeah. But somebody, Weinstein or one of the many, many, many other people that worked on this movie or allowed it, um, it's not their first time and they should have fucking known better. Yeah. And, and probably fucking had some more say into the script and got like uh experienced director. Yeah. I mean, there's a documentary. I can't remember what they called the documentary um, about Troy Duffy oh, and the making right of this movie. Yeah. And it's, I bet it's you crazy. that's better than this. Yeah. Oh, he no. like, he, he treated, um, he treated people like garbage is what I heard, especially Willem Dafoe, who put up with a lot to get through this movie. Um, you hear stories that like he wanted to consider people like Brad Pitt or they wanted him to think about Keanu Reeves or Ethan Hawke. And he was like, fuck those, you know, talented twats. Um, yeah, it, it, I, I, I cringe to think of what this must have been like to work on. But I also am. Yeah, you guys are, are, are right. The higher ups should have seen this coming like. I thought it was hard to break into Hollywood like to, to prevent things like this from going down because this maybe you you know what is is uh, I won't say there's not an idea for a good movie here um, and I, 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 this is likely this is a Humpty Dumpty for me I don't think you could edit this down into something cohesive and watchable you'd have to shoot a whole bunch of new shit and you'd have to give you, you just it's it's like the, like I was trying to say, and, and maybe we just got into the too negatively, too intensely at the start of the podcast. But the two brothers, while I understand some of their values and morals, I just I just don't know enough about them to justify me getting on their side for doing what they do. There's yeah. nothing like that for me. So that's that whatever that looks like in terms of character development, I'm missing it, and that was a big thing for me to be missing this time. And that's a, that's the why structure is so important. It's just like you you have to have a period of a setup where where you at least have some understanding of who these people are that we're going to be following, and give them give me a reason to want to follow them. It's just it's it's easy to say that all of a sudden they found well they they were Catholic. It's easy to just say they were going on a, a divine mission to God, but like at least the Blues Brothers fucking said that out loud. Yeah. They're like, we're on a mission for God or whatever. But like, the, I, <laughs> there's even a setup in that movie before <laughs> they fucking decide. I think that happens on like page 11 or 12. That's the inciting incident is that, that they get back together and go on a mission for God. Like you need that first 10 or 11 minutes. And then and then the characters, yeah, like um, they're they're not good people like they're like John said, I think one at one point they're as bad as as the bad guys by what they're doing in their mm-hmm. actions. Yeah. So like, I'm sure it's no a good thing. They're killing it. mobsters who are doing evil things to people, but you, it just can't. It doesn't work in movies for you to just tell me these are bad people that are going to be viciously murdered. And when they beg for their life and these guys cover their mouths and put another bullet through their heart you're to ch- cheer internally and be like another piece of scum off the earth it's just i i it's it's dangerous this is the type of 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 violent movies that 
that parents talked about where it's just like it's inciting violence or it's or it's glorifying violence. This this guy fucking like wrote a perfect script for that for people to complain about because his violence is completely fucking um, just for, for violence sake. He he just wanted to have cool scenes with guns. Well, but that's the yeah. thing is that it's 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 um it is so regularly pointed like Rocco points gun at his girlfriend and her friend. Yeah. And apparently that is okay just because they're annoying or mean to him or whatever. Like and drug, yeah. that's and drug still addicts. his girlfriend and they're just they're just drug addicts bad people they're not the kind yeah. of people that you can point a gun in their face and then have me be like this person's still a good person you can't go around lighting people's asses on fire and torturing them just because they're a bad guy and then telling me that that's okay like that has to be in the service of something or yes. it doesn't fucking work yeah and this movie is fucking guilty of it over and over again Rocco yep. being allowed in the group is a fucking jumps the shark immediately whatever you wanted me to fucking go along with falls apart at that moment because he is obviously not a fucking uh, soldier for God and for God to put like the thing is like think about that he's like I know a piece of shit we should kill this guy that I drove to murder a family one time then he murdered a family then I drove him fucking home then I didn't quit my job the next day I just kept doing what I do but man that day really weighs heavily on me. Let's go kill that guy because somehow yeah. that'll make me fucking better. Yeah. Oh, and by this the way, just bad. just last night I was going to go murder, well, six guys and, and be murdered. But yeah, I was also going to do that, which was maybe going to be the new worst day of my life, but I don't know. Yeah, it's just so morally gray. And then like the, the chick's boob that he grabs and, and like that's that's like a sexy that's moment, total I guess. Fucking rape. So it's wrong. Like maybe it wasn't a big deal in ninety nine or people. Of it. But yeah, but they yeah, they make a joke of it. And then me I feel like you're supposed to just not care because she's a stripper. She works in that smut joint, so she must have been, you know, she doesn't Asking mind. For it. Or whatever. Yeah. I don't know, whatever the thinking would be, but it just doesn't come off. And they also make the weird choice of like showing her like the cops are trying to help her up and she's like trying to cover herself and she's in horrible tears. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's, and, and that's even a weird William choice. Defoe, even that's William Defoe good is not they, a good character. He's not a good guy. Really, at the end of the day. He, he's well, questionable. He's not a good guy. Well, because the way he I treats, mean, he goes, he goes along with it, but he's a cop. I can, I can be willing to think that as a cop and someone that's fighting like disorganized crime seeing a group of people that's organized to to vigilante i mean that story's been told enough times that i can buy the cop um buying into the vigilante but i agree with you that that stuff is like we're we're not sold that well enough to buy that reality in this no for sure but i just more so mean him like almost like loving like talking about the violence and waving his hands around and closing his eyes and like speaking about the violence in this fucking way once again where he's almost like fucking bloodlust it's fucking weird it's fucking weird and it doesn't make him a moral or ethical good person either there's like no there's no moral compass in this movie what so fucking ever? Well, and like plus, none. De, de, plus, Defoe makes the decision to get like actually involved, not just passing information. But then he doesn't he just watch he at the up. end of the movie through the door as they yeah. gun down an unarmed man on his knees in a courtroom. 
Yeah. Wasn't he watching? Was he? Didn't he help them? Get, yeah. Get in there they to shoot did. that guy in they the back of the fucking did. head. We're to believe that saying. all the cops did. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, that's even worse. They're like we believe oh, in these men so much. That? They it, they helped. That shows them helping. The the Rasta Papadopoulos and whatever the other fucking guys named are. Oh, guys yeah. named Bob Marley. It does show them helping them, like uh, close the doors, let them in through the back, and then Smecker opens the door and peeks through very dramatically. It's a weird mm-hmm. camera shot when that happens. And yeah, and the the guy mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking dude makes makes a young woman watch as they put two rounds and a shotgun uh, fucking shell through the guy's back of the guy's head. Oh yeah, he makes her no, look up. She makes her watch. What he does is he makes her look. And then they fucking shoot everything or do whatever they do that everyone jumps down before they kill him. So they say, it's important everybody watch. Then they make everyone jump to the ground. Then they shoot him. It's a fucking backwards uh, shot <sighs> bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. It's, this it's, is like, like, and whoever read this script and didn't notice these things and said, let's give this guy money and let him direct this is a fucking idiot. That's the real bad person. Was Weinstein, but, who we already well, know he, is a bad person. Yeah, that yeah, right. Yeah. So this just fucking he got what he deserved. Yeah. Like which is jail. <laughs> this is where it all started. Cuz that's what I'm saying is like is nobody in this movie gets what it's oh, it's just this is a fucking <laughs> bad bad movie. What's up when they go to the they go to the dude and they're like, "Here's some guns and here's some watches and here's a little bit of cash." And the guy's like, "Take whatever you want from my gun closet." That's kind yeah. of Oh yeah. How does that work? How, how that. did that currency exchange work? Did that guy like yeah. does he keep inventory and he's like, "Okay, four silenced M9 Berettas, uh the, a fucking commando knife, some rope. I got to re-up that stock." Like, how does that all fucking work? Yeah, John's right. There's a weird shot where they drop their money clips on the table and a couple of other things, their key car keys or something. Like everything but the like, cash made sense. Like take these, yeah. those those um, those Desert Eagles, if you guys didn't notice, they had like the hammer and sickle on them and they were like very Russian. Very cool, actually, uh, custom. I'm not a huge Desert Eagle fan myself. It's a giant, <laughs> way overpowered gun. It's crazy big. But love anyway. The, love the Deagle. Yeah, the Deagle. Um, but these were like done up really, really well. So I was like, I could see that in their watches and maybe even the money clips. But what's with the cash? How much cash was that? Why wasn't it either cash or the loot? Why didn't it just cut to the shot of them going to the guns? Like it, it, that that was a weird interaction. They just they just they went into this fucking safe house where they know someone has guns. Yeah, if they want to show like people just picking up and loading guns like. Which is another good point. Is that guy not a bad guy? Yeah, he, I, I like the Irish, right? So maybe he's IRA. Am I being racist? I don't know. <laughs> but I, think I mean, I, they uh, make fun of the, the Irish. I think yeah. the Irish are open season. We are doing this show for St. Patty's Day. Oh I, God, I forgot that fuck was on Wednesday. Ass, yeah. like fuck ass is funny. He stands out. He works. He works all the he's way great. through. He's, he's great. I don't know who that fuck is. Ass. Fuck ass. It's the guy that says fuck ass. It's the bartender. The, the Tourette's that just disappears oh, after. Right. They, they brought, 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 give me this or whatever the fuck. Yeah. He goes, fuck ass. See, that's why I, mean, I chose that quote for the start of the movie. If I had appreciated what this movie was about, I would have like arranged something for us to do their little prayer. Because that would have been cool, yeah. right? But I don't, right? And you don't feel it. You don't want to, you don't want to be associated with these guys because they hang out with murderers. 
And does Billy Connolly kill anybody in this movie? Oh, yeah, he slits some bad guys' throats. Okay, because I was going to say, like, he's just a plant to be their father at the end of the movie. He doesn't really do anything. Now, the now, he's hugely wasted. He's the most interesting fucking character in this movie. Yeah, uh, he's the best. Probably was... I, he didn't have a lot of acting to do, but I like I like him. He needed he more, definitely. Like, fucking yeah. 30 years and he can do what he can do. It, like, he just gets out, no problem, and then ends, gets, ends up getting hooked up with, like, yeah. some custom vests. I know, that didn't make any guns. sense, too. Maybe the Akavetas like hooked Hannibal him up. Lecter. They didn't seem to have a mechanism to turn him off, either, which is a weird they way move. to go with a hitman. Like, don't... Here's also a beeper. If we beep you here, the job's off, right? And he's like, no, I better just leave... <laughs> Because we can't turn they this straight guy up. Off. Say, they're like, "What about this guy?" And he's like, "Well, this guy's fucking the best, but he has a thing for knocking off hit uh, wise guys." Yeah. And then the wise guys hire him to knock yeah. off not wise it just, guys. It doesn't. And, that doesn't make sense. And then the other thing doesn't make any sense. Where in jail they treat him like he's Hannibal Lecter, where they have to wheel him around in <laughs> chains and keep shotguns pointed at him. But then they wheel him the pro room and they're like, "Parole granted." Made no fucking sense. sense. You ever seen Billy no Connolly's hilarious? Fucking he doesn't sense. need a fucking cart and a mask. No, but that's what I mean. Is is like, once again, his directing and his writing makes no fucking sense. He just wanted that to look cool, so he wanted him on that thing. He saw Silence of the Lambs or whatever, where they have to wheel him around and they have to like keep their guns on him. He's so dangerous or con air, wherever he got that shit. And then he's just like, oh, and then he'll just get paroled. Okay, well, so that's a scene. It's just like, it doesn't fucking make any sense. It doesn't make <laughs> well, he, any sense. It's like you used to say, he didn't kill any of his babies. He had these ideas that he thought were cool. And then he just did Rocked what he had it. to to fucking shoehorn them in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. he didn't kill any of his darlings. Yeah, he refused. He just kept them all and well, made yeah, a movie out of it. That's term, is that? Too dark? It's, it's, I think it's darlings. It wasn't, it's because it's I didn't come up with it. It was someone else. So they use the word darlings, kill your darlings. I don't know. Yeah, the term is accurate. Any Anyone who can yeah. call themselves an artist knows that you got to give up on some of your favorite and best ideas because and things some of are the going stuff in you, a certain way. Yeah, and you could spend days time. on those things. You could spend days on those things. And like our months, like there's like fucking a whole fucking seven or eight months I wasted on a half a script that I had to throw out because it didn't, wasn't fucking good. Yeah. You just have to do it. You just have to do it once you realize it's not any good. And he didn't He didn't have to. They gave him a bunch of money and told him he could direct. Did he get final cut? Did I hear he got final cut? I'm not sure about that. Jesus. I don't know. If he was such a dick. Yeah, and he I was think, a dick, too. He didn't appreciate what he got. He was an asshole, apparently. I think as you're, as you're starting to give us a, just a bit more information about these two characters and introduce them properly to us, please... To give us a bit of context for what they're all about and what will what will ingratiate us to them, so that we'll want to see them succeed over the course of the movie. And at the same time, you maybe intercut that with a little bit of Papa Joe murdering and raping people, so that we learn that he is a bad, bad man. Instead of just forcing someone to tell him a joke with serious dead eyes, like that's just not enough. As funny as that joke is, I guess it's very racist now. I have to acknowledge that these days, but you could make it less uh, with a less offensive language and still have that be a very funny joke. That's the other thing, too, that's so upsetting about this movie is from what you guys have told me. Here's a guy who got the opportunity to make his own movie, to direct his own script, and he had no humility. He wasn't humble at all. He was a fucking dickhead asshole 
who thought he was Stanley Kubrick, who'd been in the industry for 10 or 20 years. He acted like he'd earned this and treated everyone like shit. People Dude, who this. had been in the industry for 10 or 20 years. So good, I'm glad his movie fucking sucks. Because fuck him <laughs> for not having any humility or any respect for like the people who were allowing him to fucking do this. Like, fuck oh, you. Yeah. He yeah. apparently flew to New York to meet with Ewan McGregor for this movie and got into a fucking huge argument with him over capital punishment. And I'm sure you can guess which side of that he is on. Um, and then Ewan McGregor fucking passed and then Miramax put a pause on the movie because of it. Like yeah. that should have been a big fucking hint. Like this guy is not able to at least even for one night put aside his fucking ego to try to massage fucking Ewan McGregor so he could get this guy for his movie. Ewan McGregor's yeah. a not even treat him like a human being. Movie. It was all about Duffy. It was all about him. What do you? Yeah, and I you think gotta be able to do that. Yeah, fuck. You gotta be able to do that, and l until people are like begging to work for you because you're so good. You got to be able to put your ego aside to try and get them to come on board and work with you to, to create your project. Yeah. It's you're like not a it, genius until you're a genius. Yeah. And even if you are, you should still be a nice guy. Like, yep. I, I don't think we should give fucking creds to those people who are dicks, too. I who like, But you're right. Yeah. He should have been way more humble in his where he was in his standing. Yeah. You, should put, yeah. you should put people who are better than, better than you at everything around you. And be hungry for knowledge from them. And then when you're the smartest person in the room, you got to be humble. I would be That's like it. so fucking open to other act the actors input if I, I got to direct them. Even if they were unknown actors, I would love to fucking hear how they'd want to play things or their opinion of this scene or... I, I mean, that's how you collaborate with people and things get better. The more the ideas... Billy Connolly the, and Willem Dafoe in this movie. Yeah. Those, yeah. Are two, those are two big stars. Yep. Like, you can get a lot from those guys. You should fucking <laughs> suck their nipple at every fucking turn. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I know. That's how I know watching this movie that he was disrespectful to William Defoe. Because William Defoe would have never made those choices. And he would have also probably never said some of that dialogue. He would have come up with something better on his own or like would have like collaborated with him to rewrite his own scenes. But this guy like wanted what he wanted because otherwise it wouldn't have been so bad. Yeah. Because of the structure of people, because of the weird storytelling structure with the setup, the end result, then the action in the middle, because of that, the story seems um, this movie seems like it's just done in a bunch of sections. And I bet, that's how he thought about it heavily is get through each section and each section was cool in its own right because it ended up with a lot of people getting shot. Um, and then, but the whole thing just doesn't come together as a cohesive story. And Yeah, it has no, it has no, um, it's just, it's fluff. There's like no substance. Like I think Brent said something about it not having substance. That it's, there, it, it's, it's, it's style over substance, but he has no style. Yeah. So, so it's got fucking nothing. It's yeah, definitely it's sad, murder really. over life. Yeah. 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 Uh, I w it'd be fun to go back and count how many unarmed people get killed in this. All of <laughs> yeah. them, just about. Yeah. Fun. Fun. All right. Who wants to bring it home? Anyone got anything good to say about this movie? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I feel like Norman Reedus uh, is enjoyable. He's got is that like, Murphy or Connor? That's Murphy. I don't know. It's Murphy. He's one no of them. No one does. He's yeah. one of them. I felt I felt like like him and fucking uh, Sean Patrick Flaherty did okay with the role, right? I feel like they're okay. They were the best again. They, they were again, the best. Just what it is. Yeah, they were the best of what was going on out there. I guess like, so, yeah. Like, William Defoe, as always, committed to something and, like, pounded it out, like, in drag and, and like, playing tough scenes in real, unique, over-the-top ways. I'll say over-the-top. That, that was very weird, too, His that whole drag thing there at the end. That was I found that was... <laughs> once again, it's somebody who's... That's also, once again... And this is the 90s, our, our 99. So this is 22 years ago, but that's, once again, like... He's gay, so he's also like can he can wear drag and he can play a woman and stuff because he's gay. Do you know that's what that felt like again? It's just like somebody who like was so out of touch with what a gay person was that it's just like yeah he's gay, so he's comfortable in dresses and can and likes you know wearing wigs and kissing like as a woman. It's just like now it's 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 just I, cheesy shitty writing. I do actually think you're right about all that. It does it does reek of just like this straight guy trying to write a gay character yeah totally it's, like it's got none of the um none of the proper flourish it's written very stereotypically so i, yeah. I yeah. do agree with you on that it, it is it is poor i know earlier i defended it. it's because i was defending a lot of this shit because i felt like you guys were attacking um, missing the market and just like getting ready to fucking go which um, I felt like there was a lot of really obvious holes with the movie. Um, I guess I'll just go first. Unless you, were you going, Colin? No, no, go ahead. So I'll just go. It doesn't hold up, obviously. <laughs> um, early on, I felt like I had to defend some of this shit because there was some very obvious glaring holes and some of the stuff that we were talking about earlier didn't feel to me like what the big misses were. Um, so I know that I did come off earlier like I did have a big... Uh, a big core of me that enjoyed certain components of this movie it's not really true um <laughs> i mean we did used to like this movie when this movie first came out this was a movie i mean i, I watched this with john a, a bunch when we were younger probably and the thing is is that when you're young and you're not really thinking about it or not even necessarily if you're young but if you're just not thinking about it you're gonna misinterpret a lot of this um you're gonna miss that a lot of this violence is misplaced and it doesn't, it's not earned. Right. And the thing is, is that like, well, Colin, I think you were saying like, it's this movie was just written glorifying violence. The way that Rocco can point a gun at those fucking women and kill that fucking cat and all of, and shoot the fucking bar. The, the guy that worked in like, it was like a fucking malt shop or something. Like it was like a little diner. He shoots the guy that works at the diner. He shoots those two guys that obviously weren't mafia. Like, there's a lot of things that happen in this movie that do just glorify violence. They're just violence for the sake of violence. And he never does any analysis to think about what the purpose of his movie is, what the what the point of it is, who the characters are. Like, he... he I guess what I'm trying to say is he really... Um, defies he counterfeits his own motives in this movie because huh. he has a movie about these two guys that are supposed to be called upon for a greater purpose by god right and they turn their divine purpose immediately into a fucking sideshow with this fucking mafia guy and this rampant alcoholic fucking 
streak of fucking just straight up cold blooded murders. It's a. Uh, I don't know if I'm putting it well, but anyways, this fucking show runs afoul of itself, and it's a. <laughs> I, I would say just don't watch it, and definitely don't watch the second one because I have fucking stomached it, and it's. Uh, it's it's worse than this. Is it more of the same though? Yeah, pretty I mean, much. Probably remember. It's just. Yeah, oh, that's fair. I just was I, was, I was assuming it was, I think I saw the trailer once and it looked I like. I believe it's more of this same. except for fucking Il Duce, I think is part of it. Yeah. It's like the three of them or whatever. It's like, the, I don't know. The, the one thing I'll say, it, I mean, 100% doesn't hold up for me. I, I mean, I was in five minutes and I was like, oh my God, this is going to be a long movie. I was like, this is going to be such a long movie because the writing was so bad right away. And I like actually was listening for the characters' names because I wanted to know what they fucking were. And I, 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 if so, I'm sure it was said, but I must have missed it. But the one thing we didn't talk about was all the cops. Um, I know John did mention at the end the cops helped them to do the thing. But throughout the whole movie, all the cops seemed to like be behind these vigilantes in a weird way, too. It's just like it, it was it's just it's such fucking stupid, bad writing that that he he just he wants he wants the audience to like them. So he makes everybody else in the movie like them, like the cops, the the neighborhood people, the uncle, like everyone's like, yeah, they're going to kill all, all the bad people or whatever. It's just so juvenile. It's, it's a weird way. <laughs> it's, it's a weird, it's a fucking strangely bad movie. And once again, this is one of those ones where everybody fucking loved this movie when it came out and I never liked it, but I once again did not have the, I had I didn't know why I if you would have asked me when this came out why I didn't like it I would have said it was stupid or lame or dumb but I didn't I wouldn't have been able to to express it I would have asked you like we're what's all the symbology there <laughs> yeah I, I just wouldn't bastard. have I wouldn't I wouldn't have been able to tell you why why I didn't like it I wouldn't have been able to like formulate it into sentences like we're doing today but this is this is like a real fucking bad mistake on everyone's part that they got involved with this guy. <laughs> and it sounds and it sounds like they he punished them for their involvement because he was such a fucking nightmare and a dick. I actually want to see I and I may seek I'm going to seek that out the documentary about the making of this. I'll watch it with you sometime if you want. Yeah. yeah it's, it it's got a funny I'll name. Watch it again. Yeah, I would love to catch up and and refresh on on what this is about. Maybe I don't because know if it's I old enough like we could do it for hold up maybe that would be funny. That's probably a, a far better uh, movie than this. Well, it gives yeah. you a really satisfying sense of Schadenfreude where like you see that bad things happen to Troy Duffy after this movie, but then you see that he really deserved it actually. So, you don't feel bad laughing at his misfortune. Yeah. yeah, because I would I would never be mean to I would never be mean to anyone on purpose, never mind people that were working for me trying to help me with my vision and they were trying to like get me to where we needed to go and they wanted they wanted to be a part of something that I wrote. I would be so gracious and appreciative to those fucking people, to any people, to fucking people who are hanging the lights, to fucking everybody, never mind the actors. My god, like what a f the fucking ego on some people and this guy was a fucking nobody and he had that kind of an ego it that just shocks me it's I, sad I it's sad because so many people work hard for that opportunity and like you you would hope that it would go to a deserving person and i guess sometimes yeah it that's not. What, yeah i think that's the fucking biggest disappointment with this maybe is that this guy got his shot 
And there's probably a lot of other people out there who would have been a lot more gracious and humbled by that. And this fucking guy was not. Yeah. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Like Tarantino is supposed to be fucking great. I've heard he's fucking great with the crew and the cast and fucking everybody. This way, if that guy wants to look up to Tarantino, that's what he fucking should have modeled. Yeah. Yeah. Not his fucking slow motion gunfights and music. Yeah, fucking seriously. Weirdo. Anyways, go ahead, Johnny. Okay, it doesn't hold up. Uh, no problems there. Um, you know, <laughs> there's lots of... I know I'm missing a lot of stuff that really stuck out to me. Like, the way Smecker puts together that it's, you know, a pair of guys and they're really close and they're not dangerous, though. This just happened to them out of the blue. Like, that he could tell that someone... You know, the water coming from the building, fine. The the crushed toilet, you know. Um, the way he finds the bullets, some of that's okay. But then then he throws out the theory that's... Like, so exactly right. Um, things like that happen a bunch in this movie. And it, I never get the setup I want to get behind people. Um, people act in a weird way that makes me question if I like them. It, it seems like it was all just in the, uh, with the intent to have like over the top memorable characters. And for a minor character like fuck ass. It works really, really well. And for major characters with no depth, background, or redeeming qualities, like, it just doesn't work. So, it's sad. It's sad. But it's kind of a piece of shit. It's kind of a piece of shit. It made me feel weird a bunch um, for all the aforementioned reasons. Like, just, you can't... (laughs) You just can't tell me that's bad people and they deserve to die, so we're going to kill them. Like, who are these people that get to judge that? And under no circumstances do you get the idea that this is like the hand of God being carried down because truth and justice, that's not what it looks like. They're just executioners, executioners. It Like all those moral things start popping up. Like, fuck, these guys have such a complex to believe that they are anointed from God to, to carry these things out. No dice, no dice. But they are yeah. so powerful in their ways. They convince um, serious <laughs> um, law enforcement professionals to help them commit public murder, like scarring many people in that courtroom for life. But it's important for the cause. Like I bet that lady never walk, never like is able to deal with life things again. Um, There's so many. The end of this moving is so weird and abrupt too. Like it feels like when the dad meets the kids and they're having their little reunion. That seems like the natural end, but then we get the weird press conference footage and then getting into the court and then that seems so like stupidly rushed just to kill Papa Joe. Like you just should have had a sequel. I found. I I guess this was like very deliberately purposed for a sequel, and if it wasn't for. Troy Duffy's uh, tremendous fucking inability to be a normal human being, that would have happened actually relatively soon. Yeah. I think it was supposed to, actually, if I remember correctly from the things that I'd read before. Yeah. I thought that the sequel was actually supposed to be kind of like a given and would follow this in like, I don't know, a moderate time frame anyways. In, in reality, it took a very long time, I think, to get it together. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it doesn't hold together. It doesn't this hold This movie up. also shows just what a rarity Tarantino is because so many people have tried to to kind of catch his thing or m- imitate his thing or, or do kind of what he does. Yeah. And this is maybe the worst example of that. I oh. mean, there's other movies that are bad, but yeah. this is probably the worst example 
of someone who actually does not understand what Tarantino is trying to do, and that they were trying to be like Tarantino. Yeah, and they got yeah. it completely wrong. I mean, like they got it so fucking wrong. Yeah, no, it's yuck. I mean, yeah. our podcast look, about it is almost as long as the movie. But look how much work <laughs> he puts into fucking establishing the character, the bad guy character in a movie like uh, what's the one with the the Nazis, uh, oh, the guys who go Bastards? kill all the Nazis, Inglorious yeah. Bastards. The opening scene of that movie with the milk and stuff, where and he finds the people underneath the floor and stuff. Like, you know who that fucking bad guy character is from the opening scene for the rest of the movie. And that's not even one of Tarantino's better films. But, like, you know who that bad guy is. And you also, and what he, what, you also what get Shoshana. Fucking, yeah. yeah. So you know instantly so about like, them. So if she gets vengeance for her ways, that's amazing. If she survives, that's great. And he's the bad guy. I get it. And that was a far yeah. more interesting scene. That's that what I'm saying. Like people, people focus on the wrong things about Tarantino. They think it's, it's all out of about order. music it's with just slow about the motion. out of order. Yeah, yeah, and it's music with slow motion and and guns with a bullet ex- exiting the fucking side of the gun and like all that. And that's like not what makes him good. Like, not at all. And it's not slow motion and, like you just said, out of order. It's good storytelling. He just does it in uh, out of order, like, in a different way than people. But it's still good storytelling. And, like, not always, too. Like, Jackie Brown doesn't have really too much. I don't think it has too much out of order shit, does it? Maybe no, that was based spot. on a book. But, no, yeah, you're right. It's not always out of order. It's just good, it's no. just good storytelling. Good characters, good characterization. Yep. Good storytelling. Never being lost or confused. Except for that last one. I would agree with you. Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. 100%. Except for his last movie. He, for the most part, has um, exceeded, I think, anybody's expectations. Exceeded for expectations. Where he started. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. Video store, video store clerk turns good. Well, we had a rough start, but we've come to a unified end. This movie sucks. I was a little worried that <laughs> I was a little worried that this was going to be like a drag out fight. And I was like a little fucking puzzled. I was no, like, Jesus hey. Christ. It was just you're uh, sometimes the vitriol gets in the way of the rationale. And I felt <laughs> like there was so much like you were. It's just your anticipation of getting into the fucking ripping is so much that you were like, this is bullshit, this is bullshit, this is bullshit. And I feel like I it washes think over of some anything. things that are like, while not being overtly expertly done, we're, we're maybe just under proficient. You know not what I mean? I just couldn't, things. I just couldn't think of a good thing to say about it. Like it would, it's, it was, I rack my brain, but I mean, a lot of the times a movie that won't hold up and it, it goes the other way too. Uh, 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 there's movies I, I hated that I love now that we do hold up. There's movies like Starship Troopers. I fucking hated that movie when it came out. I fucking hated that movie. And I couldn't yeah. tell you why either. But I could tell you why I like it now. <laughs> it's fucking great. <laughs> it's fucking great. Our uh, Sixth Sense. I fucking hated that movie when it came out. It's fucking great now. Yeah. I was totally wrong about that movie. Which I don't think Brent has seen in a long time. Have you, Brent? Nope. Oh, you got to no, watch. I've only I'll seen watch it once. I saw it once I'll when watch it came out. I'll watch it with you. I'd love to watch it again. I haven't seen it in a while. We're going to do Unbreakable coming up next, folks. Oh, yeah. Which I'm very excited about. Yeah. I think so. I've never seen it. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Okay, we have to watch that together. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to hold up or not, but I used to like it. I used to like it. 
We'll see. Ooh. Ooh. I hope it does. Fingers crossed. Because coming it's really up next, next, next yeah. Sunday. <laughs> All right, Johnny. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. It's great. It's great having you. It's always good times. Even when the movies are garbage, we still love doing this just for you. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Check us out next time. And uh, thanks for listening. And as always, enjoy your shit. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.